Welcome to the Well Society Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Kay, licensed master level social worker and certified Christian health and life coach. I'm your professional go-to expert for all driven yes women who desire more energy, peace, and joy for the things and people she loves the most so she can be well, feel well, and do well while coming to the proverbial well of Jesus. Thanks for coming to the well today. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, it's Andrea here with you in this episode. And today we're going to be talking about fear in motherhood. And the inspiration for this episode came from the fact that over the summer, I became a mom to a teen driver. So it literally is Jesus, take the wheel. You know, there's been so many times in this journey, and I've had conversations with my friends who are also in a in the same stage where it's like, how does this even make sense that we let our kids get behind the wheel of a car, even though we've done it? But how do we let our kids do that? Um, because even if they mechanically know how to operate the car, uh, there's so many decisions that they need to make split second when they're driving that I had forgotten is even part of the learning process because it's been 30 years. Not to mention all the other drivers on the road. So I was really caught off guard with the fears that were coming up for me around this. I have not enjoyed this aspect of being mom, but it's an area that God has had to work with me on. He did work with me in this area of fear and motherhood and what it, what it means to let go and put our children in his hands. He did this years ago. I thought we kind of worked that out, but apparently we haven't. And yay, I get to go through this three more times. So let's talk a little bit more about fear and motherhood. And I want to start by talking about the different stages of motherhood and the fears that can come up for us around these around these stages. So first one happens right in pregnancy. I think the biggest fear that we could have as moms is losing the baby, right? And especially in the first trimester, but we know sadly, right, it can happen in the second and third trimester. And I think what's underneath that fear of just losing the baby is I think more, even more personally, it's the fear of what how did I cause that? Like if we, if we lose our baby, what did I do wrong? If I only did something different, if I only paid attention to this, if I didn't eat that, or I didn't do that, then maybe I wouldn't have lost the baby. So a lot of fears around that. Also, there can be fear of the unknown. Like, how is this going to go? How am I going to provide for them? Maybe how, what kind of mom am I going to be? Am I going to be a good mom? How is this going to go? So that's stage one. Stage two happens in birth to school age. So again, a a very big focus in keeping the child alive and making sure that, you know, being afraid that our choices could be impacting their physical well-being. Um, But in general, too, am I making the right choices? Like, how is this impacting them potentially for life, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Am I making the right choices or am I making wrong ones? Stage three, in school age to the teen years. Again, am I making the right choices to keep them alive? But also, uh, am I making the right choices, especially around their education? Because we know it's setting them up for adulthood. 
So is it the right decision for me to send them to public school or, you know, should I be sending them to private or should I be homeschooling? Like a lot of fear around making the right or wrong decision around how they're going to be educated comes up in this area. I think there's also a fear of what they are being exposed to. And I didn't fully appreciate this until we reached the school age about how those the birth to school age years are beautiful and precious as hard as they are. So if you're in this phase, if you haven't reached the school age phase, take a moment to just send up gratitude to God for the stage that you are in, because this, this is a special stage. And again, I know it's hard. I've been there four times, but that phase phase birth to school age is a time like you will get a time like no other that you will get because you largely with your husband, if you are married, get to uh, be the gatekeeper to what your child has access to. But then once they're out (laughs) into the world, and for some of us, this happens sooner than others, suddenly we don't have control. We don't have 100% control over what they are exposed to. So there can be fears around that. Stage four, the teen years, which I am in fully in four times over. So again, am I making the right choices for them? Am I guiding them in the right way? But are there's a new fear that comes in. Are they making the right choices? Because as they grow in the teen years, we do have to give them a much longer leash. Like they are learning how to become adults in this phase. And so there's so much fears. Like, are they going to, as I'm giving them more freedom, even more freedom than I gave them um, as young children, are they making the right choices? Like, and what are the consequences of those choices? What are the consequences of those choices for them? And what might the consequences of their choices be on me? And again, there's still like, how am I going to keep them alive? Which (laughs) that's been coming up for me a lot around this whole driving thing. And then stage five is adulthood. So I'm not there yet, getting closer every day. Again, there can be some fears like around, did I do enough? Did I do enough for them? It's retroactive. I mean, there's not much we can do about one, about it once they're launched into adulthood. But I think unless we work at it, there still could be some fear present when we see them challenged that it was like we didn't do enough as moms. And then even more so fears around the choices that they are making as fully fledged adults. Like are their choices, is this going to lead to positive benefits or, you know, what kind of hardships are they going to experience as a result of their choices, but we have to let them make it as moms. So let's talk a little bit more about um, what fear actually does. Okay. So first let's acknowledge that there are things that we need that it makes sense to have wise fear over, especially if it leads to I mean, like death, injury, disease. Like you're not knowingly going to be like, well, I could die, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, so there is, there is fear when our physical body could be threatened or harmed. That makes sense. But if you think about it, most of the fears that we have, especially in moms, either will never come to pass at all or the probability of them coming to pass like far outweighs or it's like so minuscule compared to what positives will come out of that situation. So part of it is weighing like, is this, is this a fear I even need to be holding? And I think what fear does, I've I've seen it for myself. What fear does is it gives the false sense of control. 
which essentially causes us to live small. So if we are being afraid, we want to clench, we want to hold things in, kind of creating this wall around our situation, ourselves or our children or whatever it is. And so we perceive like, if I'm afraid that I'm going to control, I'm going to hold it in and that feels safe. But what it does is it's actually a hindrance in a number of ways. It hinders, it hinders your relationship with the Lord because you are taking control. Like when I did this, I'm taking control over an area that God never intended me, intended us to take control over. And so that's a hindrance in our relationship with him. But it also can hinder our children too, because as they, they are very bright, they pick up on our emotions and our perceptions. And so if they're perceiving that we're afraid of something, they absolutely will pick up on that from us. Like, oh, I need to be afraid of this. I need to live small. Like I need to stay safe. So it actually prevents them from growing in beautiful ways. And again, keeping in mind, most of the fears that we hold are never going to come to pass or the fear is so minimal. It, um, like the the positives of that situation are going to far outweigh what potentially could happen. Let's talk about what faith does now. Okay. So the opposite of that. So we have fear, which is very hindering, controlling. Um, It's not the way that God would have us live because we have so many scriptures saying, do not be afraid. So what does faith do? It puts control where it needs to be, which is in God's hands. It's learning, especially in, in our role of moms, learning to release our fears as mothers is saying, Lord, I'm acknowledging that you are the one that's in control. I'm not in control here. Yes, I need to make wise decisions with your guidance, but Lord, ultimately you are in control. You hold my child's life in your very capable hands far better than I could on my own. And you've got it anyway. It's all about according to his plan and his will and on the eternal perspective. So faith allows us to, trust in him more it's like this like deep breath like i don't need to control the situation i just need to trust i need to look to the lord for guidance it also faith also gives our children permission to grow in the way that the lord wants them to grow because again it's putting them in his hands which is the best place that they could be So one thing that can be helpful to be asking yourself as you're figuring this out is so if you notice that there is, you may even want to do this, is identify some areas where there's fear present in your role as a mom. And then ask, is this more about me and my desire to control the situation? Is it more more about me? Or is there a very real legitimate fear here where my child's life is literally in peril, like where they could die or they could get sick, like in this next moment, like where it literally will come to pass. And the only way to really do that is to take that before the Lord. You've got to go before the Lord and ask him to examine you because there may be situations where um, they could go into a place where there is a higher risk because there are riskier situations in life, right? But he may be inviting them into that space for reasons that you can't see. It's why, you know, thinking about children going to um, like on mission trips in remote places or um, signing up for the military or taking on a job that has a high risk, like there may be a reason and a purpose in that. And it's not for us to control it as moms. We need to turn our kids over to the Lord. 
And he knows where our heart is at. He knows whether there may be a check that he's giving us because a situation could be dangerous. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, you don't want to send your kids into that. But I think most of the time, it's actually our desire to control and about what it means for us than it is about their actual safety or well-being. And if you want another resource to help you with this, I hope this episode has been helpful. And I'd love to hear in um, the comments or in the, the reviews what stood out to you in this or come into the Holy Healthy Christian Moms Facebook group and just share your thoughts around it. But another resource that we have available to you is in the 10 by 10 devotions where Aaron and I just released the Faith Your Fear 10, 10 by 10 devotion into that series. Um, if you if this is the first time you're hearing about the 10 by 10s, you can learn more about it in the episode we released just before this one, which is Busting Quiet Time Miss. We talk more fully about the 10 by 10s. Um, but you would uh, you'd have the opportunity to gain access to the Faith Your Fear devotion by becoming a monthly subscriber. It's $10 a month. Um, so you can go, you can go through all the devotions that we have released into the library, including the faith, your fear and checking that out. We have so many good topics, um, starting especially, well, we have the, uh, complimentary freedom from, so you can go through that, check that out. And if you love that and you want to check out faith, your fear, then just join as a monthly subscriber. But one of the other devotions you could check out too, is holy is the Lord that helps root and ground you in God's character his attributes and also his names to help literally faith your fear, like to stand and cling, stand on who he is and cling to his, his character in that situation. So all those links for you are um, in, in the show notes. And again, we just love to hear your feedback on this, like what it stirred up for you and whether it, it helped um, kind of release a fear that you may have been hanging on to as a mom. My prayer is that you are leaving this episode with more energy, more joy, and more peace than when you came to. Make sure to subscribe and share the Well Society podcast so that we can reach more driven yes women like you. Come join us in the Women at the Well Christian Health and Wellness Support Group on Facebook and subscribe to my email list to stay apprised of all upcoming events, programs, and coaching opportunities. If the content of this episode resonated with you and you'd like to speak with me about investing and working with me one-on-one or in the Well Society Intensive, please visit www.erinkcoaching.com to schedule a complimentary fitting call. Until the next time we meet at this well, do well, be well, and feel well.